welcome to Cody Cast. This is Cody Allen's podcast. Can you believe it? Our 100th podcast. Whenever we put together this 100th episode, we thought to ourselves, uh, and the crew and the team here at CMT was like, oh, should we like have someone, a special guest come in and interview you, maybe someone from the past episodes who you really loved? Uh, and I'm like, well, that'd be great. Who, who, who would you like that to be? And so we narrowed down the list uh, to one person, and that would be Kelly Bannon, who is here. I'm She's- like... If I was one of your, I mean, I am one of your listeners, but if I was one of your listeners listening right now, I'd be like, let it be Dolly. Let it be Dolly. And then they just got really sad. Yeah, but you know what? I would be, I'm a little nervous now because I know you're going to turn the tables on me in a second and ask questions about me and whatever. But I also think that uh, I would be so nervous around Dolly to like the 10th degree. Whereas I feel like we've been friends for a while. We know each other really well. I know your husband. We go way back. Not me and your husband, but me and you. Um, well, actually, we, y- they, y'all go all well, the way back to whatever ACMs yes. that was where you were sitting next to That's us. right. We were sitting next to each other at an award show, ACM Awards, and we got to know each other then, which was awesome, and and have kept in touch over the years. Mm-hmm. And then I fell in love with your music because Thanks. after that I started discovering like how incredible you are as a singer, songwriter, performer, um, and I'm a, just a huge fan Thanks. outside of being friends. And so I just feel a good... Uh, friendship and camaraderie and there's good chemistry and I feel it more more at ease than I would be if it was like a Dolly person because that that would just be I mean but also that would be amazing amazing but yeah yeah. well I'm I am so honored and so flattered that you guys thought of me and I'm a little scared too because I'm like this is not my it's like not my show and I don't want (laughs) to I want to do a good job Uh, but anyway yeah well you can ask anything you know this by now I'm just a blank sheet of paper um I (laughs) Isn't that how? No, you're a paper with many words on it. Uh, but I mean, I'm transparent, like a sheet of paper would be. Yes. Like it would be. Oh, oh I you can are... see through yeah. me. <laughs> oh Can't see through a sheet. Well, let's move on. Question number one, Kelly, go. Okay. So now I'm now I'm now I'm scared. Um. So I really okay. If yeah. this was my show, uh-huh. which for Just the moment it is, it is. I would want to know. I want to know, like, get us started. What were like the? How did you first get into radio? How did you mm. know you were interested in it? Was there mm. music in your home? Like, how did? Yeah. How, why music? How? How radio? Like, yeah. start us off there. My dad was a big music fan, so I grew up around music constantly. He listened to everything from you know seventies rock and roll, Billy Joel, Elton John, to you know I remember early eighties country like Kenny Rogers, Dolly mm. Parton. John Conley, you know, all these people who were like big in the early 80s. And I grew up around that in the mornings. My mom would make breakfast every morning. God bless her. Yeah. Uh, And we would, she'd play country music. So I was exposed to it. And uh, I fell in love with uh, radio because of all those experiences. My dad loved radio, obviously. Mm. and And I loved the stories that, you know, Rick Dees would tell about the, you know, pop artists who were making it big on the charts or whatever. And I fell in love with Bob Kingsley, who was the country, of course, icon, radio icon, who tells the stories about the country artists who are making it. So, um, yeah, there was like this early, like, love for all that magic. Can I be just completely honest? I hate this. I hate talking about myself. Oh, my gosh. But you're so endearing (laughs) and, like, interesting to listen to. And you have such great stories. I appreciate that. But I'm not trying to be super humble. I'm just saying, like, it's hard. Yeah. I I don't like being in the opposite of, like, what I usually do. Well, what's funny is for me, and sometimes I've had people give me the feedback, like, Mm. oh, you're not, you don't seem like an artist. Mm. I think there's, and that sometimes has eaten me up a little bit, like, because I love to turn the tables and ask questions or like, or sometimes I, I, I'm, 
love being on in, in the spotlight on stage, but like I don't want to be in the spotlight at every dinner or like right. at every in every conversation. Like you just want to be you. I just want to hang, and yeah. so I I find that you can like just being curious about people, mm-hmm. it takes the spotlight off of you really quickly, yes. right? So sometimes yes. it's almost like a defense mechanism. And I enjoy that. I enjoy turning the spotlight on other people. Yeah. I like finding out about other people. I've been reading this book about Johnny Carson, um, and it's so interesting, and I've been following a little more closely like what he, he did and what was special about him. And yes, he was funny and charismatic and uh, likable, but the one thing that he consistently did that I think I do also is that... Uh, he made his guests feel comfortable and always love to shine the light on them. Mm. And I think that kind of is how I feel about it. And I, that's what I love about this is, is the opportunity to do that. So when it's the, it, when it's the spotlight's on me, I just don't, it's not as fun to me. Interesting. <laughs> well, then maybe, because I was going to ask you later about yeah. kind of like what do you think maybe like your superpower is mm. in this role or yeah. like how do you do, like how do you do a great interview? Mm. And so I, I do think that from my experience working with you, you do really try to put people at ease and like, you know, but I mean, yeah. one, that that's the way to get the best interview, right? When they can like let their guard down a little bit, but all like, yeah. what do you think your gift is there? Just like, I, I think it is just being uh, at ease with yourself to some degree, making people feel at ease with you that uh, you're not going to be, you're going to be prepared enough to ask the right questions and not be a complete dingling when they come in here. Like, I'm not going to be a dumb... Have their Wikipedia page yeah, up. I'm not. I'm going to have some of my, <laughs> my... I have questions prepared and thankful for an amazing team. team who writes great stuff for me, too, that yeah. helps formulate kind of a thought process of where we go with things. A lot of people on radio move around a lot. Yeah. Um, do you have... I mean, I know you were like, you can find something that you yeah. like in each of those places, but is there any... Were there any favorite stops or is there anything you miss from... Any of those cities that you Well, named? I love Texas. Texas was awesome. Great place. Uh, lots to do there. Um, but very hot. I mean, I don't miss that about Texas. <laughs> Super duper hot. Newsflash, y'all. Texas is hot. Yeah, yeah. But really. But yeah. when you step off the plane, you're like, you're oh, like, no. Oh, my God. It's a different kind of hot. <laughs> Salt Lake City, which I loved. A great place. Super clean. I love the mountains there. So I, I definitely... Clean. It is super clean, like beautiful, the city? like the, or like it's the... well kept. Oh no, and I miss the mountains there. I miss sort of Gosh, the, that amazing waking terrain. up and seeing out your back door that every day. But Nashville, I've learned, and I didn't love Nashville at first. It took me a little while. Ooh, tell me about that. Yeah, no, what I, was when you first moved here? What was were you like? There was nothing downtown um, when I moved here. <laughs> yeah, and besides that, I love food. I hate the word foodie because I think it sounds so stupid, but um, foodie. It's like uh, it's like wifey. Does Jeff ever call you wifey? No. Okay, he shouldn't. No, that's just but wrong. Yeah, he he does call me Pookie. Pookie. Which, but that's like an ironic pet name. Like <laughs> like we're gonna make fun of people that have pet names and be like right. Pookie. But yeah, he yeah. would never. I actually would be like so surprised if he called me wifey because mm. you've met Jeff. He's he's like a very. Like, he cares deeply for people, but you don't get a lot of warm and fuzzies Mm-mm. from him. Like, he's I'm pretty not... sure I thought for the first two hours of dinner with Jeff that he just hated me. <laughs> that he just, just like... I was trying weird. so hard to break through the oh, wall. And I think we finally did. We did. We did, though, that night, yeah. And you know what I actually think brought y'all to, like, the most rapport with Jeff? Was we were, like... Because we just, like, renovated our house, and we were... Yeah. We hadn't furnished the room that we were really were hanging in in the kitchen, and... 
I was like, you know, guys, we were kind of like hanging there after dinner. I was like, this doesn't feel that cozy. Like, yeah. what could we do to make this room feel more cozy? Let's ask the gays what we would do for <laughs> better interior design. I get oh it. I get God. it. Sure, the gays will know what to do here. And they did. And we did. You all were both, I feel like in unison, you were like, maybe this light needs a dimmer. <laughs> The light was very bright and in that you, room. Was, yes, a, a good dimmer is everything. And honestly, it was this rad light fixture that I was so proud of. It's like little Sputnik kind of like. Really cool. It's really cool. But damn, it needs. And you've since oh, put one in, right? Oh, y'all need to come over. Not yeah. only that, but we also now ha- have like, um, I got, could y'all tell I got real excited about it. I'm now <laughs> yelling. Um, we have like a chaise sofa, loungy, oh. situ- L-shaped sofa okay. situation. Yeah. So it's yeah. like. You can actually like chill and like <laughs> lay back and relax and right. drink your, uh-huh. you know, whatever post dinner drink. Yeah. But seriously, but you know what? That was a turning point because yeah. in that in that night, I think we all were kind of like on our best behavior, oddly mm-hmm. enough, mm-hmm. just because like I knew you and Trey. I'd maybe met Trey once. And Jeff didn't really know either of y'all. And it did. It felt like an awkward double date until y'all were like, this room needs a dimmer. And I think Jeff was like, oh, like now we're being honest. Right. This is awesome. And so that that was like, yeah. Yeah. Isn't it true? When you get real, it's when everything starts to change. That's, yeah. Isn't it? Yes. Like, I can look back. Uh, and since we're talking about the gay thing, I think that um, certainly that coming out process and getting real mm. uh really bonded me to not only the people who love me and know me already in this room and beyond but also to the audience like I felt like there was a changing mm. to the listener to the viewer who sees me on TV that whether they agree or not there was a, a bond that happened like he's I know who he is now I, I get it mm. he's a real person that vulnerability yeah that vulnerability of like admitting something that maybe you thought would hold you back that actually becomes exactly what you needed. This is getting so deep, Kelly Okay, should we, do you want me to lighten it up? So... Do you need me to lighten it up? Yes, or are we... please, okay. yes. Um, I, I do have a couple just, like, questions about, like, your job, if that's... Yeah. Is that, like... Is I there love it. Like, tell me about... I always wonder what oh. artists oh. think about what we do on this side of things. Well, see, I just think you know all the secrets. Mm. Like, you know if somebody comes in, like, with a nasty attitude or, like, yelling at their whoever on the phone, and then they, like, (laughs) clean it all up and, you know, do the interview. (laughs) Like, honestly, y'all know all the stuff. Can we talk about the transition to TV? Mm. Was CMT your first gig that involved TV? Yeah, it really was. Uh, what's the biggest difference? Did you have any insecurities about starting down that path? Or tell oh, we want to know everything. Tell yeah. us everything. Uh, well, I mean, I'd done radio forever. So uh, when CMT called and they were in hopes of doing uh, radio, audio uh, shows, and I was, of course, all about doing that with no intentions about doing television at all. Really? Really, no. And I think when they hired me, um, they were sort of like, we don't, it, this, this is about radio. We're okay. hiring you to radio. <laughs> so, um, but then, you know, people started noticing around that uh, I wasn't uh, that ugly. Uh, <laughs> Tell us, was it the shirtless selfies that won them over? <laughs> or... Those are the- <laughs> This only came later, Okay, Kelly. okay, we'll talk about this. And in I a had minute. to take no shirtless selfies to get the job in TV at CMT, just so you know. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, I would love it if CMT like makes you send over your measurements. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. <laughs> yeah. 
the producers in the building were like, oh, maybe we'll try you for this or that. Or, and so I started kind of trickling into things that were on CMT. And then um, eventually they wanted to change up their countdown show and um, thought that I would be good at that. And so that's how it all kind of came together. Cool. When they switched everything over to what we call Hot 20 now. Right. Often thought when I was a kid that I wanted to be like a weatherman on TV. So I loved... TV. I would love a when when are we gonna have that CMT exactly. weatherman segment? Exactly, Kelly. Let's make that happen. Ah! Yeah. Uh, I I find both to be like so fun. I love both of them. Really? And uh I've learned, you know, how to do TV, I think, pretty good. Yeah, and I think I, you've I, yeah. Yeah, and I enjoy doing <laughs> you it. You look I'm, really comfortable. You look really at ease. Thank you. You still seem like yourself. That's hard for me on when mm-hmm. a camera's when the camera's on, I'm like I, I'm like, why yeah. am I acting like a weirdo? <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait, I am a weirdo. Oh, that's why. <laughs> no, but it's just something, I don't know. Yeah. What's the biggest difference as far as just like production-y like Lights. Stuff? Lights. Uh, gotta have good lighting. Um, lighting uh, is everything. The ladies know that. I think r- television is very much like radio. The biggest difference for me is that radio is like this, like with this conversation we're having where it's very mm. raw. And we're not rewinding, going and editing back later. Whereas television, there's a lot of that where they have to get the angles right. And if that, something's not right, you go back and do it again. Right. There's a lot of repetition. And there's a lot of waiting in anything TV or movie related. That is so true. That's like, true with music videos, too. Yeah, you just so stand around. So much standing around. You wait, 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 wait for your 30 seconds or whatever yes. it is. And then you knock it out. Yeah. And then you wait again for the next 30 seconds for another couple hours. Well, and I think that is one of the elements that adds to maybe why it's a little more mm-hmm. l- less comfortable is because you're standing around, go, you've been yep. waiting, and then, you know, at yeah, least you for gotta me. turn it on. Turn it and on. Then, yeah, and then turn it back off again, then be ready to turn it back on in a couple hours. No, it's true. I, I'm not good at, like, sitting around. What do you do when you're just, like, are you, get how do you, what's phone, your, I mean, you what's your busy? Phone. I guess okay. you get on the yeah. phone, you check emails, you go through the Instagram, you do the gram again, you flip to the gram, you scroll some more of the gram, <laughs> you're going back to the gram. I had to, to move the gram to, like, my third page of apps. You did? Recently, because I was just like, I don't need to be on stories this much. Right. I'm literally just, why? Yeah. And then I think about like one of my friend's moms who I know follows me and she's mm-hmm. probably like, when did Kelly turn into such a narcissist? She's just like storying herself at Starbucks, mm. you know, but that's playing in my head. I'm like, I need to just cut I, down on the. Tell me more about that. Because no. oh, the you... judge, the the judgy voice in my head. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, the third page <laughs> thing, does that help? Oh, well, yeah, because then you have to, it's like just an extra step. Mm-hmm. But I didn't, y'all notice, I didn't go ahead and delete the app yeah, off right. of my phone. Right. I just moved it so that, like, when I need to post something yeah. work-related mm-hmm. or, like, you know, we had music coming out. But I was just feeling like I was like, why? <laughs> what do you do? Because it's inevitable when you're this visible, there's going to be negative comments. Uh-huh. And there's going to be, like, call them haters, mm-hmm. call them whatever. There's going to be, like, the trash comment. Mm-hmm. How do you handle that? I'm not real good at it. I don't think that I, I think it affects me. If I'm honest, I don't, I don't, I read it and then it makes me think something about myself. And I think that most people don't admit that. They say, oh, I don't care what people say. I'm going to do my thing. It or totally whatever. hurts. Yeah, I think it. It I, totally hurts my feelings I don't too. like to read them. The one and negative I be comment. Liked, by the way. I don't, that's I think right. Most people don't want to. I mean, they're like, I'm going to be who I am and I don't care if I'm liked or not. Yeah. I, I don't think I'm that guy. I think I kind of want to be liked. Yeah. Yeah. It's hard. Mm-hmm. A lot of people tell me just don't engage, like that's mm-hmm. what they want. But there's a part of me that's like, you know what? I get to use my voice however I want. And if I want to say, hey, dude, that's not cool. I mm. recently like, I. <laughs> yeah. 
Of course, my publicist is in the room. Um, there was some like ugly talk after the CMT awards on some of the Instagram posts about like our friends. Yeah. And I, I won't like I don't want to like start it. I like bopped in there and was like, "Hey, Linda, maybe you just needed a second cup of coffee this morning because you seem real grouchy yeah. about, you know, yeah. like." But when you start yeah. tearing, saying ugly things about my friends, what about Trey? How's he handle mm-hmm. stuff? Or does he, is he like, does he, he want you to... He does not care. You know why? Because he has the most perfect abs on the planet. <laughs> yes. Honestly. Yes, yes, Like, I hope that I am not too creepy on your man's mm-hmm. Insta because I'm like, every time I get to see Trey's abs, I'm like, yes. Why am I not doing sit-ups? <laughs> right. I'm just like... Right. Now is... imagine living with oh, him. Oh, I, with I'm, that, I don't, that I can't pressure, go there. I really shouldn't go there in my brain. That would... <laughs> Oh, well, so, okay, can we talk about the shirtless mm-hmm. selfie? Because... Okay. In general? Yeah. It's now... Or for, for y'all. Oh, for us. Or for you. I, You know, for me, <laughs> I'm, I'm getting... I feel like for me, it's, it's like, it makes me, again, going back to the like thing, perhaps, like, it makes me feel, as I get older, that I still have it. You totally still have <laughs> and it. And so, if I... Y'all just write on in and tell Cody he has it. <laughs> Yeah, but I think that you want to like in whatever way, and it doesn't have to be a shirtless selfie. It can be a yeah. sexy pose. Yes, you know, with, with Ta- awesome. Teach me some of those later. Well, and you've got them on yours too, Kelly Bannon, at Kelly Bannon. It's really um, weird though how much we are in front of the camera for the jobs that we do. I find it really intimidating at times. And isn't that one of the reasons why it works in our world, and perhaps in many other people's as well, like it sort of validates and sends people in to be interested in what it is that you do. Yeah. And if it sends people to listen to your music because you're in some sexy pose, okay, what's wrong with that? You know, listen, you try to be classy with it as well. Yes. And I, my mom taught me that. So um, you still yeah. had to be, you know, have respect and be a man of integrity. Um, and you can do that with also- sport, With your shirt with off? With your shirt off. Heck yeah. You can. Now, I have a personal goal. It's about balance, though, too. It is Don't about do it balance. all the time. My personal goal is like, I, because, okay, so everybody knows you mm-hmm. post a bikini pic, you get a lot of followers. Mm. If you don't know that, ladies, and you're trying to grow your followers, apparently that is the key. But <clears throat> so I have a personal goal of like I'm not gonna do a, a bikini pic or a or a two piece pic. Although oh. I am in like kind of a two piece situation in my video that comes out tomorrow. Ooh. But it's like got a blazer over it, so it's not like a bikini pic. Oh. My my goal is I don't want to do one of those until I'm on the cover of a fitness magazine. If I'm on the cover of a fitness magazine, I want that to be my first like bikini pic. <laughs> I don't know if we're gonna get there because yeah. I'm aging rapidly. <laughs> but anyway. You got me interested in the, um, the video now, so oh, um, deluxe. It's, you know, it's definitely out of my, we, mm-hmm. so we shot four videos for the music that's coming out over the summer. We're kind of doing like a single a month. Oh, cool. Um, and there's a video for our, all the songs and we knocked them out over a couple days in New York. Oh. And one of the videos really pushed me out of my comfort zone because it was like really the first time that I've had to interact like with a, like an actor or oh. a model. And okay. like I've been married for a million years, so I'm not touching a lot of other men. Uh-huh. And it was like really intimidating. <laughs> yeah. So that's coming out later. But then this one, it would kind of, we pushed Did you the, have to kiss him? No, but just, it honestly felt that intimate, okay. Cody. Like, yeah. because you're inches away mm-hmm. and it was more like, it was kind of like a dancing scene or like this scene where they're kind of holding each other. And so it honestly felt as intimate or maybe more than kissing yeah. 
Be- it was just, and it kind of like startled me just how like, oh, this is like a little scary. Like I'm not, again, I'm not touching. I haven't been touching a lot of other men for 15 years and it was never a lot of men. So um, it definitely was like, you know, I yeah. was like, wow, okay, this yeah. is, I, I made the motto. I was like, hi, mm. um, I'm not good at this and I'm going to drink some bourbon now. Would you like some? Right. And that was how we got through that scene. Uh-huh. And then, but then for deluxe, it's, it's more of a mood kind of video mm-hmm. than a, like a real concept video, but it's definitely one of the edgier things like I've worn. And I feel like there's a part of me that maybe hears like whatever voice in my head that's like, you're not a model like you don't you mm. shouldn't be whatever don't sh- or even like maybe a judgy side that's like mm. <gasps> showing your body like so mm-hmm. I have some fear about it coming out and feeling also like I was texting my manager on the way here I'm like so we can't pull the video right like CMT's premiering it tomorrow we probably can't pull the video because <laughs> I'm in a major spiral about like my body and like uh-huh. being in this outfit on this video mm-hmm. and like it being too much about that and he was like, stop, you know, it's it looks great, but he has to say that. Oh, He's my manager. I love that you're <laughs> overthinking it. <laughs> I can overthink anything. That is my personal superpower. And so. I love the idea of a deluxe, because it's really about that word extra that everyone uses yes. now. Like yeah. somebody's extra, like it's all, all about being a little little plus right yes and with this couple it's really like their love that's you know that is extra but i love that we they're not like rolling up in their roles with their like big diamonds at their four seasons they're like at the motel but they they're gonna go hang by the pool you know and (laughs) they're like gonna like soak up that air conditioning and like you know they're kind of like accessible it's like being extra (laughs) in whatever your lane is you know so i kind of love that about this i always i kind of um it helps me to kind of fall in love with the characters that i'm writing Mm -hmm. about and that was what was really fun about those characters it's not it's a little bit me and it's a little bit jeff and it was a little bit the my co-writer Danielle and her her husband, yeah. but it was also like, who are these characters? And like, <laughs> let's just like let them be themselves, you right. know. And that's really fun. So, uh, did you write all the songs for the other four that are coming out? This yeah, summer? yeah. I'm oh, excited. Wow. I'm wow. excited. I want. I can't wait for you to hear them. So, should we do? Should I try and get these Cody confessions in? Yeah. Okay. 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 The producer people are oh, like, who is this girl and why is she here? Um, Confessions. Ooh, ooh. We may need some. Is it? I think it's time. Old camp, everybody. Are we really doing it? Can we? Can we? Okay. How long has this been sitting up there? A year. I will now get away from my mic and go. Whiskey okay after a year? Yeah. Okay. And are you, I'm going to drink after you. Okay. Do you see me aggressively moving towards you? (laughs) Mm. Woo! The moment of the podcast where we start drinking. I taste like, oh. It's a peach. It's, peach. Yeah. it's oh, good. Is that banana? Actually, it's giving me like a banana nut a pecan. vibe. Yeah, like a... Or a pecan. Or pecan is... I grew up in South Carolina, so we always said pecan. Pecan. Okay, this is a segment of the show I like okay. to call Cody Confessions. Whoa, Cody Confessions. <laughs> confessing things from Cody. That was beautiful. The whiskey is singing now. The whiskey. (laughs) Um, Okay. So these are fill in the blank. Okay. Okay. Have you been prepped for these? Nope. No one said anything and I'm scared. No, no, no. I I admit I've never seen an episode of blank. Game of Thrones. (gasps) Sorry. Oh. Sorry. Okay. Well, 
Can we? Are I you, read the books. Wow. I'm obsessed. Oh. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know this about you. Yeah, it's. So I need to get into it. I just feel like it, I'm so far behind, Kelly. Here's my you problem. You are, and it's okay because that means you've got like tons of time to disappear. This is it. And I don't have tons it. of time. Is like, the problem? That's well, like 1,700 hours. Is it that many hours? I, it seems like it would be. So you start with one episode. Okay. To see how it goes. All right. Um, last time I got starstruck was. Um. I know, I know. It was like an hour ago. <laughs> when you when you arrived, Kelly, you walked no, really. the dark. When was like, the last time you got starstruck? Like, oh my god, I love her. <laughs> um, I think Ellen. Oh, I was starstruck by Ellen. When did you meet Ellen? Like a year ago. I would be a mm-hmm. puddle. Well, I got but... to introduce her at a um, a Brad Paisley benefit out in. Uh, they, for the wildfire relief efforts, I guess they both have homes in Santa Monica area or whatever. Yeah, is it Santa Monica? Yeah. Santa Barbara, I Santa think Barbara, is, that's is it. Oprah, but I don't know about Santa Barbara. Is right. that right? Okay. I'm right. Santa Monica's near LA. I did say hi to her. I I said, you know, great to meet you. Love what you do. I said all those things you're supposed to say when you meet someone famous. Mm-hmm. I love your work. Blah blah blah. And then I said, I but I have to tell you, like, I'm gay. And she said. Me too. <laughs> and it's like the most shocking, like, oh, I am too. Me too. Like, That's as if amazing. we don't know because she's such an icon in the gay world. But um, but still, that is hilarious. Yeah, yeah. And then we went on to talk about and like, so endearing. country music and how we don't have a lot of people who speak up in our format. And We don't. Anyway, she was very sweet and wonderful. And um, yeah, she was great. It was great. That was starstruck, though, for sure. Oh, I would a be little nervous. wildly starstruck. Because also, comedians are scary mm. because they have that ability to see the like most mm-hmm. insecure part of you mm-hmm. and then use it for everyone else's mm-hmm. enjoyment. Mm-hmm. And that is a ter- it strikes fear in the, my heart, at least. I feel least. like you've been using all my insecurities this past hour. <laughs> no. Okay, so one thing, one thing I could never <laughs> be convinced to do is... I'm not a great swimmer. I don't love water. I don't love deep water. Wait, but you love showing us your like your I beach love, body. I love the beach. I love to all the way up to where that wet part touches the sand. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's the part where I stop. <laughs> One word I'd like to eliminate from the English language is. I mentioned wifey. I mentioned foodie. Wifey um, and foodie. <laughs> I don't know why those irritate me. I think it's because of this the e on the end, the mm-hmm. just the playful nature of them. Uh, uh, Hubby? Hubby. See? My husband. I'm like, yeah. if I'm being, I don't know, if like, if I'm saying, hey, I'm going to like, yeah, but yeah, it's a little cheesy maybe. Yeah. Okay, now I'm going to think it every time I say it. <laughs> My biggest regret is, oh, heavy, whoever wrote these? My biggest regret? Your biggest regret? I, You know, I had a tendency when I was young to buy cars. Muscle car? Like what? Like fancy cars? No. Oh. I would just switch out cars too often. Okay. And I grew up in a really thrifty home. My grandpa, my whole family was so like penny pinchers. So when I started making money, I wanted to buy things. And I regret sometimes like passing over an amazing forerunner just because I wanted the next thing. Mm. Like, I mean, I wish I'd kept that forerunner yeah, yeah, from yeah. 2004 is my point. Aww. So there's probably some like regrets when it comes to like material things where I like I wish I would have kept that that's the thing about material mm. stuff though like yeah. it totally tells you you're gonna be you're gonna be so happy when you have it mm-hmm. and then you get it and, and you're like, it's like a few eh. months later a few years later you're like okay next yeah and so I probably regret some of those 
decisions. Yeah. It's just that, I that's have a few silly. of those. Yeah. That's very silly, but still. No. But it's uh, not a big regret either. No, but that's, but something you know, I regret. Uh, one food I've grown to like is... I like all foods. There's never been like a food I <laughs> I mean, I really do. I like everything. Uh, I, I've really grown to like beets. Yes, so is Jeff. Mm-hmm. He loves beets. Uh, in the next five years, I see myself... Making a hip hop album? Okay. I mean, obviously. Okay. Uh, me and Little Nas X um, making some hip hop. Honestly, um, can y'all get him on like the countdown? I know you don't call it that anymore. The to- uh, Hot Twenty. Uh, like that would be the. I would. I would die. Okay, we'll work on that. Um, let's get the booking department on the phone. I like where what I'm doing. I th- I think I have a still a long run left. I've, you know, you get insecure when you get a little bit older, and maybe as an artist, you can kind of feel oh, some yeah. of that. Like yeah. when all the young twenty-somethings are coming up, you feel some insecurity because you're over thirty or over forty. Um, and so I feel some of that, but I also feel like I'm really good at what I do. Yeah. And so I'd like to just continue doing what I do, I, and I'm okay with that. I don't feel like I have to like move another mountain in order to feel satisfied with my life. I've really, as you said, with kids. You know, I've gotten happy with myself. I feel some peace with, you know, just about every aspect of my life. There's probably a few things I I want to do next. You talked about marriage earlier. um, But for the most part, when it comes to like the next five years, I feel really good about what I'm doing and I'd like to continue. Awesome. And get better at it if I can. So this is going to be your one. I mean, already so amazing. If I can get better at it. If I can even get better at it. If I can even get better Uh at it. But if. Like, what have you learned over these first hundred episodes? So with the podcast, what I love about it is it's so it's so raw, and it can be um, you can peel back the layers a little bit more and have a more intimate conversation with people. Um, and I I love doing that. Forgetting that their microphones here sometimes yes. is really nice. Um, do you do? Does that happen for you mm-hmm. more and more? I think it does. I mean, I think there's some a bit of showbiz, especially when we turn on the lights in this room and we tape TV or whatever. Yeah. Like you feel okay. There's a little more intimidation factor. Yeah. But I I think that uh, that's what I love about the podcast is that you can kind of some of that can be peeled away. You don't have to worry about that as much, and there's a little more realness. But you know, with a lot of the podcasts that we do, they're bigger name artists. You don't always have an hour to really tear right. things down. Right. So. Um, but I think people really love to hear from the Carrie Underwoods and the Luke Bryans, even if it's for a shorter period of time. Yeah. Um, and hear how the whole conversation went. So, so often on the radio, you hear uh, Luke Bryan's song and you hear a snippet from Luke Bryan afterwards of him answering a question. But you don't get the full yeah. scope of how the conversation went from beginning to end. From the moment you you picked the phone as a real person to the moment the conversation ended. And I think... I love the podcast allows you to hear all those moments and sometimes a little bumpy, not always perfect. And I think some of those are, you know, as a listener, really fun. Endearing. Oh, my gosh. Thank you for having me. I don't know. Is it over? Everyone's like, "Uh, are you going to ever wrap? Kelly, are you ever going to wrap up? You did a great job. That was really good. You did a great job. And I I learned so much. The Cody Confessions was my favorite part of all because uh, (laughs) it was real. And I felt the whiskey helped. It totally helped. I felt we should have gotten the whiskey we going yeah, earlier. We should have. So yeah. we'll just start again. Okay, we're going to start all over cool. now. This has been Cody Cast. Subscribe now on iTunes. Listen anytime on the iHeartRadio app. Cody is heard on hundreds of radio stations across America and seen on CMT Hot 20 Countdown every weekend. For more, go to cmtcody.com.